go ahead and call it what it is. It is a vendetta. Officially, it feels like a vendetta. The NCAA reportedly coming down on Michigan with yet another investigation, this time into sign stealing, allegedly. Let's get into all of it, what I know and what I think all of this means on this episode of Locked On Wolverines. You are Locked On Wolverines, your daily podcast on the Michigan Wolverines, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Happy Thursday. We're back and doing it. Locked on Wolverines podcast, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. I'm your man on the ground, Isaiah Hole, publisher of Wolverines Wire through USA Today Sports Media Group. And yes, I do have some thoughts and I do have some inside info stuff uh, a little bit, not a ton, but just a little bit, because weirdly, this kind of popped up on my radar about a month ago. So we will discuss that uh, all of this alleged what have you. So let's, before we even do that, let's go ahead and get into uh, the the news, obviously. Uh, we'll go ahead and actually report to you. I, this was first alluded to by Chris Ballas on the Wolverine. I believe I've not been on on three today whatsoever. I started getting texts about, uh, about things that were being reported, and then the bombshell dropped on Yahoo by uh, Ross Dellinger and uh, Dan Wetzel, who seem to have that uh, inside track to NCAA things. They're the ones who broke the uh, the cheeseburger gate and all of that. So here's what they had to say. The NCAA is investigation, investigating the Michigan football program for allegedly violating rules that prohibit teams from scouting in person. Future opponents, industry sources told Yahoo Sports, the allegation pertains to NCAA bylaw 11.61.1 which reads off-campus in-person scouting of future opponents in the same season is prohibited. Sources say the Big Ten Conference received notification from the NCAA that the organization is conducting an investigation into the Wolverines, a league spokesperson said. The spokesperson declined any, to confirm any more details. Um, la- quote, late Wednesday afternoon, the Big Ten Conference and University of Michigan were notified by the NCAA that the NCAA was investigating allegations of Stein stealing by the University of Michigan football program. The Big Ten said in a subsequent state- statement, Released Thursday, the Big Ten Conference has notified Michigan State University and future opponents. The Big Ten Conference considers the integrity of competition to be of utmost importance and will continue to monitor the investigation. The conference will have no further comment at this time. Teams are, end quote, teams are normally provided extensive video footage to scout opponents at issue according to the sources as whether Michigan used unnamed individuals to attend games of both scheduled opponents and possible college football playoff opponents in an effort to gather information on the signs they used to call call both offensive and defensive plays. Sign stealing is not technically prohibited and has a long and colorful history as part of the game. Scouting opponents in person has been prohibitive since 1994. Whether the NCAA believes Michigan was using staffers or others who may be loyal to the program is unknown. So too is whether information was detailed via video or some other means or if head coach Jim Harbaugh is involved. Fast forward, two of Michigan's opponents this season told Yahoo Sports they became aware that Michigan knew their play sign. Sign stealing does not violate NCAA rules unless the team uses in-game electronic equipment to relay information to players on the field or amongst coaches. The 2023 NCAA football rulebook addresses sign stealing in a general way under a section titled Prohibited Field Equipment. It states that any attempt to record either through audio or video means any signals given by an opposing player, coach, or other team personnel is prohibited. No corresponding penalty is listed. The rule book does express the need for coaches to follow the so-called football code and states that only the highest standards of sportsmanship are conducted are, uh, and conduct rather 
are expected of players, coaches, and others associated with the game. It further lists numerous examples of unethical and unsportsmanlike conduct, but sign stealing is not among them. Regardless, the extent of this operation apparently concerned the NCAA and person scouting was prohibited for almost all circumstances in 1994 as a cost-saving tool. Teams commonly use hand signals or visual pictures on signs held aloft on the sideline to tell the quarterback or defensive captain the play. Stealing those signs has been a gray area in the past, and teams routinely switch up their signals to guard against it. Amongst college coaches, Clemson is believed to have been particularly adept at it in the past. Much of the speculation fell to former defensive coordinator Vent Venables, now the head coach at Oklahoma. At the 2021 Sugar Bowl, Ohio State quarterback Justin Fields says he huddled to call plays more often in efforts to prevent Clemson from stealing signs. Other teams have used curtains, hard-to-read colors, and other methods to disguise play calls. Uh, that's really the bulk of it. So, we'll get into to the what I kind of, I don't, don't want to say no, but the inside info I have. We'll get to that momentarily. Um, looking kind of across the Twitter sphere, X sphere, whatever you want to call it, um, unless you are a fan of a rival program, and that includes the media in said rival programs, uh, everyone seems to think this is pretty ridiculous. Uh, I compiled, you can see it on Wolverine's wire, uh, a, uh, Twitter reaction piece, social media reaction piece. And obviously everyone involved in the Michigan media thinks it seems to be ridiculous. I shouldn't say everyone, but everyone who has commented. Um, nonetheless, sign stealing is, as it says, part of football. Uh, does Michigan steal signs? Um, I, yes. Does Ohio state steal signs? Also? Yes. Does every college football program steal signs to my knowledge? Yes. I can't go across all 130 or whatever, but stealing signs is part of college football. Um, so that is that part is accurate, but that's also it's kind of like Michigan being punished for uh, a recruiting violation of, hey, did you did you buy a cheeseburger for a guy? I don't recall. Oh, lying. OK, right. When you see the Tennessee's of the world getting off scot free, when you see Kansas getting off scot free for things, when you hear about the bag man and all of that stuff, it beco- Michigan becomes the sacrificial lamb. Uh, supposedly throughout all of this and considering kind of the timing of this, right? Like Michigan not participating with the, the NCAA investigation, despite like giving a, Hey, we, we're going to give them a three, three game suspension for the, the level two violations that you had before. Um, and, um, and the NCAA is like, yeah, not good enough. We're going to continue to investigate right. When other similar, uh, infractors get off scot-free. It just does feel like the NCAA has a vendetta. Um, so opponents are supposedly are supposedly ratting on Michigan. I mean, to me, in some way, that just feels like it's sour grapes, right? Because you still have to execute. But, I mean, what was the whole point of everything that we talked about in regards to Don Brown at the end of 2019? It started in 2018, but at the end of 2019... I came out here and I told you what was going on there with Ohio State in 2020. It was clear that everyone had his signs. Stealing signs is something that all teams do. Like when when a bad Rutgers team seems to be able to go toe to toe with Michigan, when a Wisconsin team uh, that has 
still less talent than Michigan, but certainly had things more put together. Suddenly seems like they know every single thing Michigan's doing. They were stealing signs. Now, the question is, obviously, was Michigan sending someone uh, to, to these games? And that's not something that we know. It's just, it's alleged. And there's something that stinks about it. I want to get into that as well here in a moment. Trevor Woods from Mason Brew kind of really honed in on that. We're going to get to all of that here in just a moment. Before we do, these days, every new potential hire can feel like a high-stakes wager for your small business. You want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the right people for your team faster and for free. It's almost like your company can steal other companies' signs by going in and finding, uh, finding the right candidates that you need. Uh, so easy to create a job on LinkedIn. All, all you have to do is just go through a couple steps, and before you know it, job listing created. You can add the purple hashtag hiring frame to let everyone know that you are indeed hiring. Uh, simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and uh, experience so you can quickly prioritize, prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. It's your own personal transfer portal for your company. So dip into your transfer portal, get the guys that and women that can help you Win your company's championship, just like Michigan is attempting to do uh, with all of its transfer portal people. So you can do that and then win your company's championship. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at LinkedIn.com slash lockdown college. That's LinkedIn.com slash lockdown college to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. All right, monitoring the uh, the notifications here below. Um, also, fortuitous that I am wearing a Michigan hoodie here. I, I'm just cleaning the house, right? So this is just this is a home field hoodie. It's uh, wonderful. You can get that at homefieldapparel.com. Uh, but um, I'm actually all decked out in home field apparel. More in the joggers as well. But big thanks to home field for the personal. Um, affiliation, I guess is the best way to put it. I mean, they, they did advertise on the show here as well, but that was due to me loving the product and reaching out to them and all of that stuff. So a uh, big thanks to them. So um, what do I know? What did I know? Um, I knew that this was something that was kind of on the radar. I think that's, that's the more of the, what I know. And the rumor was that a former staffer, much like the, the Matt Dudek situation was more so engaged in this practice and I had asked someone who would know at Michigan and they, like they, they had told me in no uncertain terms, no, I would have known about that. Absolutely not. That's not the case. To my knowledge, Michigan does everything on the up and up. I know that that's going to be really difficult for rival fans to, to take. And I know that the, the YouTube mentions are probably going to be off the hook. Guess what? You're going to be screaming into the wind because I'm not looking at them. Uh, but uh I, again, like I was assured everything's on the up and up. That has long been the case with anything with Michigan. Everyone has violations here and there, every single program. And I know that there's people going to, again, not my program. No, every single program has had, had at least some kind of level two violations, right? Um, so there is always some kind of inadvertent rule breaking. Um, I don't really think that a Jim Harbaugh Michigan team is going to flaunt the rules. Again, the person that I spoke to, this was a month ago, it assured me everything that Michigan does is on the up and up, right? 
and that there was no impropriety when it came to uh, to anything that uh, in, in regarding basically this scenario. That is what I was told by someone who would tell it to me straight, right? Um, so take that for what it's worth, right? Because, it, but it's, it, again, it feels like a vendetta. I do want to read uh, Trevor Woods' um, let me see if I can pull it up real fast here. Um, I had it up and then I closed it in order to do the, uh, to, to read you exactly what the report said. Uh, so Trevor Woods said the NCAA operates through a series of leaks to media members without providing full context of accusations against Michigan. Michigan isn't permitted to comment on allegations, which leads the NCAA to being able to shape the narrative in short. The NCAA remains pathetic. hundred percent agree with that, right? Cause now it's, you look across Twitter and it's mostly the it's mostly rival you know fan bases, rival media members, some that aren't necessarily rivals, but maybe just don't like Michigan because keep in mind Michigan's not very well liked that are out there being like, you know, death penalty, blast the program, like scrap it, it's over, it's ridiculous. How how much is Michigan gonna get away with it? This is all this is the reason why Michigan's been winning. Michigan's been winning because it's been executing, right? That that's the big thing, and and to me, when you hear things of like you know Ohio State complained after you know about Clemson and all of that kind of stuff, it, it's like just execute right because Ohio State in particular, and I'm I'm not trying to point the fingers at Ohio State in particular. It's just they're involved in this report, and we also know that Ohio State was stealing Michigan signs and and all of that kind of stuff. But um, and that's not anything new, right? Like I've been telling you that since 2019. Um, and also been telling you that's why they didn't have Michigan signs in, uh, they, as, as much as they've attempted, uh, once Jesse Minter, well, first, uh, Mike McDonald and then Jesse Minter came aboard and that's why it wasn't going to be like everyone in Ohio state thought, right. They thought they had a pretty good beat on it. Um, Michigan, I, 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 I don't know if I ever told you guys this, but I, I alluded to that there was something behind it. Michigan completely changed its signs going into the Ohio state game last year. Like, so they, I, I, they had a beat on what they thought Michigan signs were, and then they completely changed them um, and uh, completely upended their ability to know exactly what was going on, you know, before, you know, pre-snap and all of that. So Michigan's done, you know, done its due diligence and has gotten better at that, whereas Don Brown did not allow Michigan to do that. They tried to do that in 2019. It didn't work out. So the, that said, it's... It just feels like the type of thing that you complain about if, you know, your team isn't able to execute. When I, I bring up Ohio State, like Ohio State was the type of team you knew what was coming. You exactly. You knew what was coming and you just couldn't stop it because they were just better. Right. And that's generally the case. And I just feel like it ends up being sour grapes and that type of thing. Now. If by the letter of the rule, Michigan did break the rule, yes, they should be punished. But again, the severity of the punishment needs to fit the crime in the sense that this is not really that big of a crime, right? Like in person, you better be able to prove it's like a scout, like a legitimate, like Michigan scout. If it's just someone who passed along, like, Hey, I attended this game. I'm a, I'm a donor. I'm a well-wisher. And here's kind of what I saw. I mean, anyone can go to a game, right? It's not, I understand that the rule in 1994 is what it was, but again, it was the spirit of the rule was not like, hey, you don't want to have an unfair advantage, as I've seen people pointing out on, on social media, like high schools do it all the time, 
that's kind of like what they do. So it, it just, again, feels like the NCAA trying to find an archaic rule, essentially, that doesn't have necessarily the full benefit, right? It's like you're not, you're not really kneecapping the other team and finding a way that Michigan broke it. That's why it feels like it's a vendetta. Just And also just the way that these things leak. Listen, it's great for business, right? Because I'm sure that there are going to be more people watching and listening to this episode. More people are going to be reading my articles than they were before, even with Michigan State, this, that being the week, right? But it, it's, it's just the timing of it, you know, midseason, going into a, a big rivalry game, all of all of that stuff, it just feels odd, right? It just feels odd. Again, if, if Michigan did break the rules, then there certainly should be some kind of punishment, but people are going to very wildly differ on what that punishment should be. And that punishment, and I should say willfully breaks the rules too. If they have to be known to be willful breaking of the rules, because I, I guarantee you, that Michigan is not, if, if they did indeed send even like, hey, we are going to send a prominent like analyst type person to go and watch and all of that kind of stuff. And they're, and all if they did it like very willfully, then yeah, whatever the maximum for that, for that is, again, is going to be, you know, likely what's levied. But Number one, I don't believe that that's the case based off of the conversations I had. Number two, uh, prove that it's not happening elsewhere. Because if, if Michigan becomes the sacrificial lamb, it just seems absolutely absurd. Considering like open secrets of all of the cheating that have happened in college football over the last 20, 30 years, and why is it that Michigan's become the main character? It just seems very vendetta-like. That's just my, what I get from it. So I guess the next thing is, how does this affect Jim Harbaugh, right? And his his desire to sign that long-term contract and come back. Let's continue the discussion and get into that here in a moment. But you know what? If you really wanted to uh, to have a little fun this weekend, a little bit beyond just, you know, watching the, watching the Penn State at Ohio State, watching Michigan at Michigan State, all of that stuff, there is a way that you can do that and you can make a little money doing so at the same time. And that's prize picks. Prize picks is the largest independently owned daily fantasy sports platform in North America. Easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. It's just you against the numbers. Instead of battling thousands of other players, including pros and sharks, you pick more than or less than on a two to six player stat projection. And when you watch the winnings roll in, I'm telling you, it is so much fun. It's so easy to do. Uh, the prize picks the most fun I've had, winning up to 25 times my money this football season. You just select two or more players, pick more or less on the projected stats, and place your entry. With quick withdrawals, easy gameplay, and enormous selection of players and stat types, that's what makes prize picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. It's so easy. And they've got weekly, uh, sorry, yeah, weekly promotions that can lead to big payouts, like Taco Tuesday. Each Tuesday, prize picks discounts select player projections up to 25% to provide even more value. So go to prizepicks.com slash college. Use the code college for a first deposit match up to $100. That's prizepicks.com slash college with the promo code college, and you get a first deposit match up to $100. PrizePix, daily fantasy sports made easy.
All right, so what does this mean for Michigan and Jim Harbaugh? Nothing good, right? He's still not signed to that contract extension. He wants to be where he feels wanted, but I mean, if this is hanging over his head, if it's going to be, I mean, it's kind of the Tennessee Jeremy Pruitt thing, right? Like Jeremy Pruitt's not there, so they can't punish him. I mean, we don't, again, we don't even know if Jim Harbaugh is even involved in this scenario, but it's going to hang over his head. And it's up to Michigan to, I, I think Michigan should try to power through and just be like, hey, you know what? We, we don't care. We want you. You know, we believe in you. Let's get this done. Because this is the type of thing, especially with the expanding uh, Big Ten, that can create a program. That's also part of why I think this is this type of thing is happening, right? Um, I, as I pointed out before, uh, Anthony Brumett had uncovered that one of the people inside the NCAA is a former Michigan person that has a vendetta against Jim Harbaugh, which also makes this feel like a vendetta, of course. And if he has a vendetta against Jim Harbaugh, kind of similar to some of the people who had the vendetta against Rich Rod, they're going to do things that are going to try to submarine things in Ann Arbor. Uh, So if I'm Michigan, I just find I I say I've been saying all along by week coming up here, get the thing done. Make him know, like, listen, we, we don't we don't buy into all of this ridiculousness with the NCAA. We've got your back. Again, I want to point out Jim Harbaugh's character like he gets incensed when other teams or other other coaches or other people, refs, whatever. Think about the intent to deceive penalty. He was incensed that the even the notion that he would willfully break a rule. That's 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 why Ryan Day had the hang 100 comment on Jim Harbaugh, because he went out there and said, Hey, Ryan Day is not doing things by the book here, which I guess would make sense if, you know, maybe Ryan Day was one of the people who who blew the whistle. We don't know. But whoever, you know, whoever did obviously probably recalls that Jim Harbaugh has called out plenty of rule breaking, especially during his days when he was on Twitter. He loved to call it out. I don't think that suddenly he turned heel, right? Maybe he did. I highly doubt it knowing the guy. So if I'm Michigan, I get it done, but certainly it's going to hamper it because it's going to make Jim Harbaugh be like, you know what, maybe my best course of action if I want to continue coaching, if I don't want to relive this three-game suspension because now I know that Michigan suspended me for three games to try to get ahead of this. What are they going to do with this if they feel like it's going to settle things or whatever? It's not going to put him in a very good position, and he's going to maybe be like, you know what, maybe the NFL is my best shot to be able to continue to coach week in, week out. So it's incumbent upon Michigan to make him feel wanted, to make him feel loved, and to get it done. And if I'm Michigan, I do that. I don't let this kind of stuff stop me, right? I, and I, you know, I've seen the, the Ohio State people uh, out there saying it's hard to beat the cheaters, calling you out, Kyle Rowland. But uh, it, it's, it's one of those things where, again, that, that's Harbaugh's character. <laughs> Indicates that, yeah, you know what? He, he doesn't willfully cheat. Have, the, have there been level two things? Absolutely. I mean, heck, we've had coaches come out and talk about recruits. Harbaugh's done it. You know, Harbaugh asked me, uh, or I, I had, I'd asked uh, on signing, early signing day in 20, uh, 2018, I said, like, you know, hey, you know, what have you seen from this guy, this guy, this guy? And he goes, but what about Ronnie Bell? 
I'm like, you can't talk about him. He's like, oh, that's right. <laughs> so that's a, that's a violation. That wasn't willful. It happens. But if the NCAA is just grasping at relevance, that's what it screams to me. Maybe I'm wrong. I'm willing to be wrong if evidence comes out. I'm not just trying to be someone who's sitting here saying like Team Michigan, Team Michigan. I don't care that much, to be honest. I don't. I know I know the rival people out there are going to sit there and say, well, you're wearing a Michigan hoodie. Yeah, so got a beautiful Michigan hoodie that was sent to me for free by, uh, by Homefield, and it's the most comfortable hoodie that you can ever wear. So thank you for noticing. I don't care nearly as much as people think that I might. I really don't. I really, that, I'm, I'm telling you the honest truth. I just think that this is a witch hunt. This is a vendetta. That's what this is. And maybe the NCAA didn't initiate it. Maybe it was some other people that just don't like Michigan, don't like Jim Harbaugh, don't like the way that Michigan is just beating other teams. Beating their teams. Certainly not P.J. Fleck. I think we can write him off for all, all of the, man, Michigan's so good. Because of the things that have made Michigan so good are the depth and the execution. Not the play, not not at all knowing what's across from them, right? Guys still got to get open. Guys still got to complete passes. Guys still got to be able to run. Guys still got to be able to block. Michigan's scheme is not, it's not an egregious type of scheme where it's obvious like Ohio State in 2018, 2019, where they're able to just put a guy where there's open or Wisconsin in 2020 where they're like, Michigan's bringing a blitz from right over there, so we're going to go the other way. So that's it. That's all I got. We will be back with the mailbag on Friday. We will do an early Saturday show like we've been doing. We're just, I, after saying that wasn't going to be on the same schedule as the road games, we were on the exact same schedule as the road games this week. So that is what it is. Uh, and then uh, we will have a post game, uh, most likely sometime Sunday, uh, discussing Michigan at Michigan State. That's going to do it for us today. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. We'll be back soon. Peace. Peace.